0: You know what I love about YouTube is that you can literally watch the most randomest stuff and yet still be inspired by things. And it's crazy because literally, like, the other day I was just watching a random Dude Perfect video. And, like, I literally got so many ideas from just watching a single video of theirs. And low-key, I'm thinking of adding some stuff of, like, what I found interesting on there to my podcast so yeah don't be uh don't be afraid if you guys you know hear something off or if you guys notice something different it's just me trying out things with these episodes (laughs) all right uh but without further ado let's roll the intro real quick and let's get this show on the road
1: imagine if you will sitting down to your morning coffee turn on your home computer to read the day's newspaper well it's not as far-fetched as it may seem in fact both local san francisco papers are investing a lot of money to try and get the service just like that started science editor steve newman reports on one person already
0: you know I appreciate you guys and for those of you that are new here welcome to you live you learn podcast Uh, this is podcast that I made when I was 15 years old and now I'm 16 so if you guys really want to know you know more about why I started this podcast and you know how it came to be please tune in to the first uh, episode and you know that will give you more information about who I am and things like that so yeah please Please check out that one and uh, yeah. Without further ado, let's just get right into today's episode. Now, um, there's a couple topics that I want to cover. And the first walk we're gonna talk is uh, kind of like the status of my knee now, because I finally got the I finally got the call. <laughs> I finally got the call of what you know was wrong with my knee. So basically. The status of my knee right now is, has been confirmed, it's a partially torn in my MCL. Now, what does that mean? It's pretty much kind of like the outer part, I think, of the knee, because that's where I mostly feel the pain. Um, It's like the outer part of the knee, so like the left side of it. Like Since it's my left knee, it's like the left side, the outer part of my knee. That uh that I guess is injured and i might have to do two to three weeks of therapy. And that's pretty much costing me the rest of my season. Um and it's it's dumb because literally it's like I, I legit shot myself in the whole, in my own foot because I didn't even play one single season. Keep that in mind, I didn't even keep I didn't even play a one single season game. I literally injured myself in preseason literally on the fourth game and I, I can't play anymore I literally I I played through this injury too which was which is why I say you know I shot myself in the in my own foot because I literally and like you know it wasn't it wasn't a one-time deal you know like no like okay it happened and then after like like a, like a week I think passed by like I started to feel better so I figured you know there was nothing to it, so I kind of played through it. And then one game, you know, had, we were playing like against this high school, against uh, gun high school, and what it, like pretty much I played through it because I felt fine. You know, I didn't feel any pain at the time. And then you know, I I because their their field was turf. The inner field, like the inside field, was a uh, turf, and the out outfield was all real grass. So I was up to bat, and pretty yeah, pretty much you know, you know the inner field uh, was all turf, and I never played on turf. And I as soon as I hit the bat, as soon as I hit the ball, sorry, uh, as soon as I hit the ball, I go to slide. I think for a bag, and that's where you know I because I've never slid on turf. Keep that in mind. I never slid on turf. I never you know I never played on turf. I mean I did, but like. You know, not. I've ne- I just never slid on turf, so and I have a bad history with tur- I, have, I have a bad history with sliding, so yeah. That would so I literally slid on turf trying to go for a bag, and that's where I like tore it even more. Like I, th- I think that's where I that's that's where I injured it even more. Um, but yeah, and now I now it's cost me the rest of my season, so that's that's just great. You know, that's that's just great. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's really nothing I can do about that now. I'm just kind of mad because, you know, I'm just disappointed, man. Just disappointed because this is, this is my sophomore year, right? This, I'm, this is barely, like, I'm about to go into junior year next year. And like, it's, it's dumb because, okay, so before I came into high school play, uh, baseball, I had missed two years of high-level high, high baseball. Like, I went straight from Little League to, like, when I was in elementary, I played Little League, all Little League, and then after Little League, you're supposed to play, like, something called travel ball, right? Or, you know, you just kinda, it's pretty much what it sounds like. You just, you know, travel places, like, you know. And it's, it's expensive, so that's why I couldn't really afford it. I couldn't, you know, I didn't really play. Also, at the time, I was, I just moved to San Jose and you know i didn't really knew a lot of places a lot of leagues where i could go you know to play baseball so yeah and i missed two years of it so my first two years of high school baseball i took the time to kind of come back to kind of um get those two years back that i missed and this year this year was pretty important to me because I kind of I, I went into the season you know hyped up and ready to go because I felt confident uh on my swing and I felt confident that you know I was gonna put up some maybe not big numbers but some decent numbers um and you know to have this injury and just kind of you know blow it all away it just sucks man it really does and like like, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, bro, like, I, I was legit hyped up for this season. I was ready to go. And now I can't even play. And like I said, I didn't even play one single-season game. Like, I, I didn't play a single-season game. I didn't, you know... It has been a full month, and I think now... 12 days maybe since i haven't done anything since i haven't played since i have a practice because you know i i just can't and you know i don't i don't know and now i gotta do two to three weeks of therapy and it just sucks man it just sucks but to be fair but to be fair uh this isn't my first injury that I, that i've you know that has cost me the rest of my season i actually once fractured my wrist uh, and it cost me the rest of my season it, that was like I think back in maybe what? 2018 I think so. I was playing little league at the time and It happened to me again while sliding see, see this, is, you know, this is what I'm saying. I have a bad history with sliding man um, But yeah, I was I was pretty much uh, sliding I was coming home But the way I slid was very, very incorrectly. I mean, not as bad as, you know, the last time that cost my knee, but this time, like it was, it was really bad. But like, to be fair, I no one, no one really taught me, like no one taught me how to slide. But what I did was like, as I slid, I kept my arms down, which you are not, not supposed to do as I've clearly learned today. And so pretty much like I had my hands down and as I slid, you know, obviously like I ha- I kept having my hands down and when I came down, I think I like landed on top of my, on my wrist. And I, you know, pretty much fractured my wrist doing that. And it, oh my God, I remember the pain. It hurt so bad. I mean, it hurt, man. Fracturing your wrist is not fun. Not fun. I mean, fracturing any bone in your body or just injuring any bone in your body is not fun at all. And literally, people would agree. Um, but yeah. So. But know this, though. Like, this is not the end for me. Like, obviously, I'm not just going to give up, you know, because of this, you know, injury. Obviously, you know, what this means now is just that in the offseason, I'm just going to have to grind even more. And... You know just kind of keep working at it keep fighting you know just keep pushing myself you know obviously not to the limits because you know right now i gotta take it easy but you know it's just just now i gotta you know do even more work you know to prove myself because like i said this season it was gonna be for me to prove that i'm gonna that i'm that i'm good enough to be on varsity for next year right so this is gonna be you know my my season to prove that I'm on that I'm ready to be on varsity that I know what I'm doing that you know to prove to my coach that I'm ready for varsity right and to prove to myself that I'm ready for varsity but you know guess that's not happening but like I said I'm not giving up I'm not giving up at all and I know you know there's a there's a lot of people like me who literally you know go through injuries or go through you know any type of you know drama in their life and then they tend to give up but nah man like you know my advice is I never give up dude it's it's just it's not right man you shouldn't you shouldn't give up on something that you enjoy so much right you shouldn't give up on the most on the only thing that gives you happiness right it's not it's like a lot of people a lot of people in this world literally give up so easy and it it, it It makes me mad because it's like, bro, all that hard work that you put in, like all that, you know, all that hard work, all that training you did, all that, you know, talking you did, you know, every little detail that you've done in your life, you're just going to throw it all away. Like, it's just it doesn't make any sense. You know, like, what was the point of all of it then if you were just going to throw it away? Like, it just makes no sense. It makes no sense for me. So obviously, I'm not going to give up and if you guys are going you know, going through whatever whatever it is at home you know just know that you know things will get better uh, if you want more advice you know you should probably look back at my previous episodes i think those episodes have a lot of a uh, lot of advice that i think people could take in and apply to their lifestyle um, you know it's just and it's funny because when I when I give people advice it's it's like a lot of people ask like how do you come up with advice like how do you give people advice it's just like it's like my mom said you know in order for you to be wise you got to learn from others first of all like and I I indeed learn from others you know I learn from my siblings mistakes my friends mistakes my personal mistakes my parents mistakes you know you pretty much grow and you learn you grow and you learn you live you learn <laughs> like my podcast you know so you know that's 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 pretty much how I become you know who I am and you know it's always it's always important to you know stay true to who you are so that's what I try to do and you know I think that's what a lot of people should do but you know enough about that because I, I really want to talk about the difficulty of preparing my episodes and things like that because I'll, people don't know how hard it is to freaking plan for an episode I mean, I'm literally recording this at 6.54 in the morning, man. 6.54 in the morning, I woke up at 6. I had to set up my entire studio because I did not have it set up. Literally last night, I stayed up until like, I think, what, 12? I stayed up until 12, I think, to finish my notes. You have, do you you guys have any idea how hard it is to freaking plan and like know what you're gonna say? On these on like on podcasts man like bro there's only so much that you can talk about there really is there's only so much that you can talk about and it's 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 hard man like i mean if you're gonna do a podcast you gotta really you know be a really good like speaker you have to know what you're gonna talk about man and and i, I literally spent like i think two hours just you know typing down notes and or you know writing down notes or whatever. And literally it took me two hours to finish. I did not go to sleep until like 12:30 maybe. And I still woke up like at six just to that's five hours of sleep by the way. I still woke up at six just to you know get my stuff ready, get myself ready because as soon as as soon because I'm literally doing this on a school day. I'm doing this on a freaking Tuesday, man. I'm trying to post this out on a Wednesday <laughs> So like, you know I, 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 you know Cause podcasts take dedication, my guys It takes dedication It's not, it's not, you know An easy, you know, do whatever you want No, it's like you gotta be consistent You gotta make, you know, yourself a schedule You know, like And if you guys if, You know, if you guys heard my first Episode, and that, that, that's literally My problem, being, you know being organized (laughs) I I gotta start being more organized man but you know it is what it is like it's just it's hard it's really really hard and I think that was also a key point in my life where I almost gave up because I almost gave up on this episode I almost gave up on this entire podcast because literally I realized that how hard it was to freaking upload or to freaking talk about things in an episode and make sure it's enough you know to fit into the entire episode and like I have to record for at least more than 30 minutes you have to talk for more than 30 minutes straight about what literally my life is boring I mean there's not there's not you know much I can do There's not there's only so much that I could talk about I mean, that's why, you know, I stick to just giving people advice, man. But, like, like at the same time, I just enjoy talking, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, it's just, like, is that just me? Like, am I the only one out there just, like, you know, where, like, you enjoy talking, but you also give enjoying advice? Like, but you don't, you know, I don't know. That's that's just kind of who I am. But, yeah, I think that was a key point where I almost gave up. But I told myself that I wasn't going to do that. And, you know, I kept pushing and, you know, now here we are at 6.58 in the morning. But anywho, that's not, that's not what the main topic that I want to talk about. I really want to talk about, I mean, for anybody that really cares, if not, you know, you could Screw yourselves, <laughs> but I really want to talk about baseball real quick. I mean, if you guys, you know, will let me, I know there's a lot of sports fans out there, you know, like myself. But you know, with opening series underway, you know, I kind of, I kind of really want to talk about the biggest games that have just occurred. On, you know, between April 7th and April 10th. Uh, it's currently when I record this. It's April, I think, 12, 13. So, you know, there there was a big, there was a big games that happened, you know, over the weekend. Um, Like, you know, so for instance, Dodgers versus Rockies, you know, in the National West, we had Dodgers versus Rockies. Rockies actually went go on to win the series uh, 2-1, which surprises me because, you know, all this talk about the Dodgers, you know, being so good, you know, because they just signed Freddie Freeman. But guess not, you know. And then we had another couple games like the Astros versus the Angels. Astros go on to win the series, 3-1. And another game would be the Padres versus the D-backs. Padres win the series, 3-1 obviously. Padres are actually currently in first place with the Rockies in second and Giants falling behind third. And surprisingly, Dodgers in fourth. And I think the D-backs are in last place. But. Anyways, that's that's just a couple of games that, you know, occurred during that weekend. We had so much drama occur during the April 7th through the 10th opening series. Opening series, guys. There was already drama in opening series. So, for instance, we had, I mean, because this is, this is mostly an honorable mention. But, come on. I mean, you can't, for being a Giants fan, you, you got to give me some credit, all right? So we have Giants versus the Marlins in game one. Giants strike first in the third, scoring two runs, making the game 2-0. Fast forward into the top of the ninth, Giants were winning 4-2, and up to back comes Jacob Stallings, and gets an RBI to make the game 4-3 in the top of the ninth. Then, moments after, I think it's pronounced Kieslum Ke- Jr., I think, the ghost runner, uh, Hits a go-ahead homer to make the game 5-4. A two-run homer to make the game 5-4 to four with Marlins on top. Then, just as hope is all gone, in bottom ninth, Tyrell Estrada ties the game with no outs, making it 5-a-piece. The Giants then do go on to win the game by a walk-off double by Austin Slater. And they also go on to win the series two to one. I remember watching that game and I was like starting to give like give up on the Giants already, even though it was first game. Because Tyro Estrada, like not to obviously not to like spit, you know, any trash at him, you know. Like I said, I'm a Giants fan. You know, why would I do that? But Tyro Estrada wasn't having a very well game that day on April 8th. Like he was making quite a few errors. Like I think he made like some diving error or something like that or he just couldn't get the ball right and cost us a run. So when he tied that game and the when he tied the game in the ninth with the Homer, I was like yes, Tyrell Estrada like he literally redeemed himself. And you know what that's what I love about baseball. like the fact that you could you know have like such a bad day and literally come back and you know redeem yourself and prove yourself that you know that's not who you are, you know. And, oh my, I, I love that feeling. I have had that feeling before, and it's just amazing. But, anywho, you know, that that actually wasn't the only game, though, with a single walk-off on April 8th. On April 8th, we also had the Tigers versus the White Sox. And I think this one had the most craziest ending. So, pretty much, you know, Eloy Jimenez from White Sox starts off the game with a single, with an RBI single in top of the first. Then A.J. Pollock comes in. To make the game 2-0 with another RBI single on the top of the second. Fast forward, bottom six, uh, Detroit gets a run on the board by Hmier, Can- I can't pronounce these names, man. Hmier Candelarios, I think that's how you pronounce it, uh, with his RBI single, making the game 3-1 in the bottom of the sixth. Fast forward again to bottom eighth. And Miguel Cabrera ties the game with a single, with, ties the game with a single, making the game at three apiece. So it now the score is three-three. Then, in the top of the ninth, Andrew Vaughn hits a go-ahead run off of Gregor Soto, making the game four-three White Sox. And then. And then here comes the Tigers. Tigers answered back with a tying home run by Eric Haas in bottom of the ninth. That's crazy, man. It was was a close game. It was literally like, you know, it was like one after another after another. And then after that homer by Eric Haas, here is where it gets interesting. Javier Baez comes up to bat. The count is 0-1 and with winning run at second base. He then hits the ball, and it seems like it's going far, it's going far, but it was just shy of the wall and was caught by A.J. Pollock. But Javier Baez was making the claim that it actually hit the wall, and then A.J. Pollock caught the ball. Like, it bounced off the wall and bounced into A.J. Pollock's glove. So, umpires go to review it and the call is overturned and Javier Baez is recorded with a walk-off single and in the game with 5-4. If you guys if you guys didn't see that game, I mean that game was intense. I was watching it and it was like damn like and it's funny because that was like, that was the first game Javier Baez played with the Detroit Tigers if I'm not mistaken and the first game he plays is a freaking walk-off. I mean, come on. You know, you can't get any better than that. You cannot get any better than that. But I'm telling you guys, the drama doesn't end there. You guys, we all I saved literally the best game for last. And I think it was the most, most hyped up game. And that was the Mets, the New York Mets versus the Washington Nationals. Now, mm, this is interesting because Max Scherzer made his first start at this game. It was his first start of the season, and he gave up only three hits, three runs, one home run, but left the game with six strikeouts against the Washington Nationals. And this is how it started. So this game was tied at three, three apiece, heading into the top of the fifth as Mets go, take the lead off of an RBI single by with Marte making the game 4-3. Then, the most interesting part of this game was in top of the fifth, as the bench is clear, after Lindor was hit by a scary pitch, which was high and in, almost hitting his face. And literally everybody like, you know, got out of their seats and decided like, oh yeah, like they were gonna talk smack to each other. I mean, these guys were heated up, but apparently it was because, you know, since the fire was already set after the first game between the Mets and the Washington, because three different players were already hit. So after Lindor, Lindor, literally the star player got hit. It was like, it was like, hey, like now we know you're just doing this on purpose. But yeah, the Mets, like after after Max Scherzer got pulled, you know, the, the Mets do go on to win the game 7-3 and they go on to win the series 3-1. By the way, Lindor was okay. It looks like it hit him just in the helmet which, you know, thank God for those helmets, am I right? Like, you know, that could have been scary. That literally almost hit his face. It literally, I think it hit his chin guard, if I'm not mistaken, like the bottom part of the of the helmet. And if that hit his face, oof, that baby face was not gonna be a baby face anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he. it was, it was scary, man. Because if that, if that hits him straight in the noggin, man, like ah, that's, that might have cost him the rest of the season, just like it did to Giancarlo Stanton. Which, by the way, if you guys did not see the Yankees game, Yankees versus the Red Sox, that was another dramatic. That also ended in a dramatic uh, ending. Um, it was a walk-off, I think, uh, by Josh Donaldson. He hit a single right up the middle and the winning run came all the way from second base to home and the yankees go on to win i think i didn't re- i didn't write it down so because i didn't think it was uh, that important but you know since i said Giancarlo stanton might as well see the you know see how they ended but they ended the game with the score being where's the first game I think that I think it yeah it ended six five Yankees which by the way kind of shocked me because the Yankees were losing by a lot they were losing by a lot yeah they went they went into extra innings 11-0 just like the Giants the Giants also went into extra innings but the Yankees versus, White, versus Red Sox they went into the extra inning and the Yankees won it in 11 so and last time I checked they were losing too I, I think oh no no they, they were winning sorry in four, yeah, in the fourth inning, I guess they, they were winning 1-0. And I kind of stopped watching from there. <laughs> I'm not a Yankees fan. I mean, I do like the Yankees, though. Don't get me wrong. You know? Anthony Rizzo, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge. I mean, they all have good players. Garrett Cole, you know? I mean, I'm surprised. Literally every time when the Giants don't make it to the postseason, I go on to root for the Yankees. So, cut me some slack, all right? But, yeah, I mean... There was just so much drama happening on April 8th for baseball community and players, man. Like it was, it was, it was intense. Like if you ask me, like I I remember just sitting there watching the Giants game. Yeah, um, I literally had my laptop on my on my what's it called on my lap, and I pulled up movie.com and I just kind of you know while I watched the Giants game, I was like you know what, might as well watch the rest of the other games, right? So I pulled it up, and literally all I see was just walk off after walk off after walk off, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, man! Like, how many you know teams did freaking get a walk off today?" But you know, I, I that was that was an amazing start to baseball. You know, after ba- that whole lockdown thing, which, by the way, if you didn't hear, you know, baseball you know was on lockdown for a point of time, and I guess you know it was just to like kind of talk about you know. MLB with I get the player with the player association and I don't know I don't really know much about that because I didn't really understand it like I that was like you know complex stuff for me but yeah um yeah the baseball wasn't a thing you know for a for a point in time and and now that they've come back it's like there's so many rules there's like so many you know like, for instance, I think the bags are bigger, which is, to me, sounds kind of dumb because, like, I, I think it has to deal with something, you know, with that Pirates player. I forgot his name. Um, but that Pirates player that was, that literally hit that home run and literally missed the base. Like, how are you gonna miss the base? How are you How are you gonna miss the base and freaking, like, after you hit a home run? Like, that's literally Baseball 101. What's his name, by the way? Oh, yeah. Key Brian, Key Brian Hayes, that's his name. Yeah, like how are you gonna hit a home run and then not hit the base? Like that's it was first base too. Keep that in mind. It was first base, first the single first base, and you don't hit it. Like, bro, what? That makes no sense. But you know, who am I to judge? I'm over here freaking on the IL list. <laughs> but if you guys don't know what IL stands for, it's injured list. But you know. It's just dumb. And then I think they also have a couple of other new things. Like, the umpires now have mics, which, by the way, I I enjoy. But I just feel like, straight up, they copied the NFL. I mean, why the heck? I mean, okay, I get it. You know, so that way, you know, the umpires could address the crowd about what's going on. But, like, you know, it's not... You don't really, like, need to do that. Because I don't, I don't think there has been a single problem before. Has there? I mean, I don't know. I guess it's kind of cool. I won't hate it. But, you know, I also just think, like, you know, the idea was just stalling off. But, you know, that that's my opinion either way. But, anywho. Yeah, I... There was so much, you know, so much happening on April 8th. Which, you know, kind of leads me into what I also want to talk about, you know, to start wrapping it up. Because I've hit the 30-minute mark, which is... But, you know, there was, like I said, there was so much drama happening on April 8th and really, you know, kind of reminds me of when I had uh, my preseason movie, I like to call it. Um, So basically what had happened was, uh, like, there was literally, there was literally a, I guess, trash talking between, you know, my team and this this is when I played last year in high school, uh, my freshman year. But... There was so much trash talking between, uh, between my team and the other team. And apparently, apparently one of my friends, they had hit the ball. And it was, he was going into second base and he apparently he got tagged out. But as he was coming off the field, literally one of the players started chirping at him saying stuff like uh like you're not that guy or something like that or like I forgot what he said I need to get him onto this onto this podcast just to like kind of have his point of view but from what I remember apparently he was chirping things at him and then literally he had his revenge on him by doing the same thing at him and literally saying the same thing and oh my gosh I remember there was there was literally so much so much trash talking that day and it was like it was like just like I can't even explain the feeling like it, it was it was crazy it was intense really um but we did finish the game you know classy obviously we didn't we didn't you know do anything dirty we we finished the game classy we we striked all of them you know we won the game and you know it was it, it was a good time honestly if you really ask me but now apparently there's so much you know there's a rivalry between us now I guess that that high school and my high school so now I've actually also been in a walk-off before and I I I think it was like a tie game in the bottom of the six this was last year so it was during COVID um it was bottom of the six and I think we were losing by a run so after we tied it one of my teammates go up to bat, and we had a guy on third base, and he hits the ball, and it hits, I think, left center, and he literally, he literally just dropped. Like, a, that, I thought the catcher was gonna, at the catcher, I thought the fielder was gonna catch the ball, and I guess it dropped right in front of him, and it literally, I, I was like, I was confused, cause I thought, was, I thought that was the game, you know, cause that's, there was two outs at the time, so. I guess it dropped and my the runner at third thought it was also being caught because he literally took his time and but not like in the end he actually started running but and you know we went on to walk to walk off the game and it was it's a cool feeling man it's a cool feeling because you know you're all hyped up and you know you get (laughs) you because it's it's rare to have a walk-off hit you know like you don't get that every single game so might as well you know Get the most of it, you know? But, yeah, and then there was, like, you know, I've been through it all, man. I mean, and I'm only 16. I've been through it all. Like, there was this other scene, like, this other uh, point in my baseball career where I was literally given the green light to hit a guy. (laughs) Like, literally, my coach gave me the green light to hit a person. So, basically, what happened is, because there's, like, this rule where you're not allowed to steal while you're up more more than 10 runs in like I think past the fifth inning. And that was pretty much the situation. My team was losing by a lot. And this was this year, by the way. Was, my team was losing by a lot. And I was pitching at the time. I didn't give up the runs, by the way, but I only gave up like two runs. But I was pitching and these kids kept stealing, even though they were winning by 10 runs. So they were pretty much disrespecting us. And my coach he literally comes up to me between innings and it's like, he's like, yo, like, you know, you know what, you know, obviously you've seen this kid, these kids, um, obviously you've seen these kids stealing on us, even though they're winning freaking by 10 runs. So you know what, I'm gonna give you the option if you're, you know, I wouldn't be mad if you want to go and hit one of these kids, you know, but your choice at the end of the day, you know, like, you do what you do, and uh, I didn't go, (laughs) I didn't hit the kid, I, you know, I ended the game classy, I literally struck out all of them, We're not all of them, after giving up two runs, I literally struck out the last guy, and, but the most, the most, like, high point was literally in the middle of the inning. My coach almost pulls me out when I had two outs already. My coach comes over to you know to give me that mound visit, and I only had two outs. And literally, just as he's about to pull me out, I literally tell him, "No, coach, like you know, keep me in, keep me in. Like I don't wanna, I don't wanna go." And so that's he like. And luckily, my teammate, you know, one of my teammates stood up for me and was like was like yeah coach like just just leave him in let him get this one out like get him give him this one better and and thank god that he left me in because i literally and was able to end the inning with the strikeout and i was so pumped like dude i i know what that drama felt like now but at the same time you know i kind of felt pressure i kind of felt pressure because you know because i literally told my coach i was like yeah hey like you know keep me in like okay now i gotta do good you know (laughs) like it's 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 not easy but you know now now i know what to do when i handle pressure because i know there's a lot of people who you know feel the need of pressure and they don't really know what to do with this so my advice when it comes to pressure because i like to think of that pressure like not as pressure but more like okay these kids these people just want to see me do great things, obviously. So I'm just going to, you know, do what I do, you know, have some fun out there and just, you know, keep doing, you know, what I normally do. So, like, I don't really think of it as pressure. I, I really mostly think of it, like, as, you know, a milestone, really. Like Like, if I don't make it, you know, the world's not going to end, obviously. Like, if I don't do this, I don't do that, the world's not going to end. So that's just, I don't know, that's just kind of my my point of view at it so like if you guys are ever going through pressure or you guys feel the half like half pressure like don't think too much about it like obviously it's not it's not people don't say things to you to just put pressure on you if they do then they're crossing a line but if mostly people say things just to like um to kind of just remind you that they want to see you do great things like if you don't if you don't make the team like it's fine like the world's not gonna end like if you are on the team or you know if you know just and you can't play like like okay like don't feel like the need a pressure of playing you know like of getting good like it's just it, it's all about improvement it's all about getting better and it's all about you know practicing and practicing like that's the only way you could achieve greatness like that's the way to achieve greatness and I've achieved it before like last year I was doing pretty bad at the beginning of the season but then towards the end like I started to get really really good and then now at the beginning of this season before I got injured like it, I was doing pretty good so you know don't don't think you know don't think that if you don't do things right that the world's gonna end like you know it's, it takes time it takes time to achieve greatness but You know, and keep in mind that greatness do do come both big and small, like literally the smallest goals that you accomplish literally could lead you to even more greatness. So, you know, and like I said, to to improve, you just got to practice every single day, Uh, you know, takes dedication like how I'm doing it now. And, you know, just keep rolling, keep doing your thing, you know, and don't don't let people stop you. Don't don't let criticism get to you. You know if you really want to know how to get you know understand criticism you know tune into my last episode <laughs> but you know that's just that's just how I see it if you don't if you don't you know if you don't see it the same way then that's you know that's that sounds like a you problem but that's just I don't know, that's just kind of my advice but you know I think that's all the time I had for today guys um, I'd start getting ready for school because you know I have to be there early but you know or else they're gonna mark me at our absent or else they're gonna mark me late and i'm not trying to do that but without further ado i thank you guys so much for tuning in for you know for listening if you guys have any suggestions any more topics that you guys want me to cover please do tell um and you know i'll be sure to try to look at them and i'll try to you know cover them for a little bit and hopefully you know i get some more people on here <laughs> But, yeah, without further ado, I thank you guys so much for tuning in, for listening. Uh, please be sure to subscribe or, you know, wherever you guys are listening to this. please sure to follow. Um, and, yeah, without further ado, I thank you guys so much. I Hope you guys have a beautiful, blessed day. And I'll see you guys in the next one.
1: Peace.